Welcome to Puns and Potions. It's your favorite actual play D&D podcast powered by Patreon and people like you and a friend, Gamer Zaya, who has just been drinking that potion of invulnerability this whole time. (laughs) Now, you guys have just been commanded to go dig two graves by the, uh, the Baroness of Kresk. She's quite angered and befuddled with what is happening. She knows that now her husband and last remaining son have passed. What are you doing? Digging yes, graves. Ma'am, right away, ma'am. And then I dig the grave. <laughs> Digging grave. You, think, you yeah. think she'd be used to losing her son by now? Yeah. Well, who knows how much the Baron actually told her. That's, That's kind true. of what I've gathered from this conversation. I think B is just going to like slowly walk outside feeling really bad about how that whole thing <laughs> went down. <laughs> she tried so hard. Noted. <laughs> Just come, come pretend to dig the hole with me, and I'll, I'll d- dig my hole. So you see, uh, on the estate now in the back of the house, um, there's this large fenced-in area, and a portion of that is kind of like a family graveyard that has generations of people buried, and there are headstones made up of previous generations, but also of her past uh, children who have also passed. And there is made headstones for both of the Baron and Baroness. Obviously, undug graves because neither of them are dead yet, but in preparation at a certain age, they would get them made. And because their children were dying and they're prepared, you can take some time to dig them up, kind of get ready with that. Mm hmm. You can hear uh, after some of that time has passed that uh, the guards have uh, a collection of the guards have come to the home uh, and you could hear mutterings probably from inside that the mother talks to them and they bring the body of Ilya, the son, uh, to the, the plot of land they have prepared. Are you guys discussing anything, talking to anyone in particular about anything? I ain't saying shit right now. I'm digging a grave. Are we in their like backyard? Who would we talk to? Well, I'm saying like the guards and her are coming into the in to the backyard, if you want to call it that. It seems very informal, but that's what it is. As Ilya's body is brought in, how does he look? Roll a perception check. Okay. Six. He actually looks fine. He doesn't look like there's a scratch on him. All right. Weird. I want to do a medicine check on him. <laughs> After. Are you gonna ask somebody to like get hands on with him? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's there? Uh-huh. Who? Who? Uh, the mother. First uh, of all, I'm, I'm just gonna like say. Um, proceeding. I'm gonna do like a quick medicine check on him. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna say like, that? Oh, to you her. mean from you mean from fifth edition? My son. <laughs> well, say. I'm gonna say Don't I worry, would like ma'am. to give him it's an examination. There you go. Just a quick okay. examination. I'm a yeah. I'm a cleric. You know that kind of stuff. Um, she won't say anything. She'll just kind of nod yeah, her yeah, yeah. head as the guards kind of place the body mm-hmm. um, on the ground. Uh, roll roll up your medicine check. Okay. Where the frick is my die? I would like to roll medicine on your son. 
Hello, I was what? wondering if I could uh, use a spell slot of mine by chance in this situation. Uh, I rolled a 19 plus 8, which is what, like 20, 27? So, yeah. yeah. I know everything that's happened to them. It... Um. <laughs> just nothing. <laughs> just died. The, from what you can gather from what Avalon has told you and what you kind of know from your past experiences, um, it seems as though... He transformed into the beast, right? <laughs> yeah. Was killed. And then sometime after that, reverted back to his human form, but did not retain any of his injuries, although be- reverting does not bring back his life. Okay. Oh. Kind of like polymorph. So, yeah, so the actual magic that the abbot had over him was tied to the transformation, but the abbot dying didn't kill him. Okay, so it was right. the injuries themselves that killed him, but he doesn't. Correct. But his body doesn't retain that. Correct, because okay. he was injured and killed in his monster form. Um, Does that make yes. sense to everyone? Now I have to craft a sentence with bedside manner. Um, he would have died anyways, though, right? Or even if he hadn't have been killed as the monster, he would have um, died anyway because the spell was broken correct that you, you don't know i don't know that, don't know that okay sure. you can't say for sure okay mm. five, five resurrections has to have the toll on the I, body and yeah. so even if he was alive it would be a hard life i imagine. I mean we don't got a sorcerer's stone or anything I mean, come on um let me just think about a bedside manner thing that i would say to the mom after this just say thank you <laughs> um <laughs> god um i'm just gonna say um, you know, he he was he'd been through a lot. He's been through a lot, so it's it's time, you know, kind of thing. Okay, like I a gotcha. dog. Oh God, um, <laughs> he's on a farm now. Wait, yeah, quit while you're ahead. <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh, I'm just gonna go back to digging the grave. <laughs> gonna walk away okay. no not waiting for enough time on that <laughs> you just, i just imagine Celine being like like a duck oh, God. Oh, God. Like, all of that away. is in my brain all of that is in my brain please yeah, i know <laughs> me just anna imagine me out loud makes it so much funnier i know i know i know, I know. <laughs> me me anna i'm a very vocal person so i'm literally just like my i'm just telling everything <laughs> so <laughs> Given some time, uh, graves are dug. The guards will lower the bodies into said graves. The mother will kind of say a couple words over them, and unless you're intervening with anything in particular, she doesn't see. Like right now, she's very compartmentalizing you away from the situation. Yeah, I don't even feel like we should be here. We probably should like go wait somewhere should else. We, like. Yeah, if you if you left before the proceedings, then that's that's only I, if you wanted to do uh, that. I for one vote for what Bear said. <laughs> slip away, slip away. Should we see if we can leave town? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's just leave okay. the building, wanna... <laughs> guys. I got. I kind of. I kind of got to go see my mom. I, I, we're saying that. We're saying that. We're gonna go back to your mom's house. That's fine. Okay. 
Let's go to my mom's house. We just slip out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, in kind of the occasion, if you will. <laughs> uh, um, she will allow you to leave. Roll. All of you guys roll insight. Uh-oh. Fuck. Seven. I also got a seven. Oh, five. Eighteen, baby. Okay. Selena, perhaps from kind of speaking face-to-face in those last couple moments uh, after doing your medicine check on Ilya with the mother, you get the sense that she probably just wants to be rid of you in any way that that means it is possible. If she doesn't even have to deal with dealing with you guys, that Better. very well might be a positive. We like that too. Mm-hmm. We also enjoy Let's just that. never talk again. Yeah, this, <laughs> this was very unfortunate. Hope hope you uh, lead well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, we're not actually yeah, talking to her. <laughs> That's, I'm saying that, but not really to her. <laughs> I hope you lead well. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> so what are you guys doing? You're going to um, Dahlia's? Yeah. Let's go check okay. out check out my, my mama. See what she's okay. up to. You uh get to her abode. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you have like a key or something you could knock or go in or whatever. She'll yeah. let you guys in. Mm-hmm. Avalon, there has been quite a commotion going on. Oh, you're telling me. Uh, you and me? you all look terrible. Uh, <laughs> what is I like plopped out in a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Mother, we we have a lot to tell you. Sit down. Uh, uh sure, okay. And then I sit and I kind of like explain the gist of all the shit that we went through. <laughs> okay. As I like leave out, well, I don't really leave out details, but I don't get too gruesome or violent about it. When I'm explaining it to sure. You. Okay. Fair enough. And then I kind of end it with. It doesn't look too great. I don't think we should be sticking around here much longer. I understand. I kind of assumed in what the four of you were speaking about when we first met that you wouldn't be living here. It seems like you have higher ambitions. Right. It seems that Von Holtz will not stop messing with us, teasing us, whatever he's doing. So, helping, helping us. Well, well, yes, but at the same time, I feel like that he's somewhat responsible for some part of our predicament. The, the good part? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think I, I get the same vibes as, okay. as you're getting. I mean, maybe not, but I, I, I just, maybe you're right. I, but I just, I don't. I'm not picking I, up the same. I right, think right, he's right. He has done nothing but help us, but he's he's followed us as far as we know to a T to the point where he even knew about the time loop. Yeah. And maybe he did it to save us. Maybe he did it because he enjoys messing was, with other people. Was um, he aware of the time loop? Yeah, he goes... It was goes, in the note last time. He goes... Yeah, he, he says, um, looked like fun last time, so I took care of this one for you. Yeah. You're like, last yep. time? I, what I wouldn't give for a conversation with that man. I know he's elusive. We have to keep looking. Um, uh, you know, I assumed he was talking about the last time we met, but the last time he was 
also doing the fighting, not us. Because he blew them. He said, covered this one for you. No, no, I know what the note said. I'm talking about what he's referring to, which was the last time we saw him, which we was in the church and he blew that dude out the door. Yes. But but I was under the impression that he was saying like, we did that or something. I, I get I get now that he's talking about mm-hmm. yeah the loop specifically. And then after that, we're going to find a way out of here. And then when we do, I'm going to come back for you. And then we'll leave together. Well, I, I know that this is not something that I can stop you from doing. I worry about you, especially now that I know you're here in this place. But uh, it is what it is. I turn and look at everybody else and I go, don't worry, I think I'm going to be all right, at least for a little while. I laugh and I slap him too hard on the back. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Well, I reckon we get some rest and then leave first thing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Does that sound all right with everyone? How about I fix you up something to eat, too? That would be delightful. I would love that. Okay, so you guys are resting here for the evening. What's everybody up to? Other than leveling up to level six. <laughs> Finally! Hey! Oh my God. Finally! 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 <laughs> we just fought a really oh, big so baddie. Um, okay. If, if we are just chilling, I think I may actually want to go actually pick up that werewolf stone. The moonstone? Yeah. Okay. Seems like a good tool to have. Go for it. Especially um. knowing that the wine people are werewolves. Yeah. I don't know if they actually were intending harm on anyone, you know, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I think most werewolves probably would say that. We should maybe pay a visit there, finally. (laughs) I would not be against that. So, yeah, I would say you can go to Lady Kate's and find the Moonstone since you've done it previously. You don't need to search for it or anything. It was... 40 gold? Eh, yeah, we already paid for it. I... Just, like just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 40 or <laughs> it's like 30, 35. 35. Bear, roll a persuasion check for me. <laughs> like a bartering sort of a... Oh, this is fine. Oh, I'm on a... Unless somebody's going with you. Well, I don't have the money. B does. Okay, so I imagine B okay, is Okay, yeah. I better come with, but that's not going to help with persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can both try. Do you want sure. me to come with you? I can try. Well, I got way. a four, so whatever you guys want to do, it doesn't matter. I'd roll a four, though. I'm going to drag them all in with me. <laughs> all right. Okay, fair enough. Well, for persuasion, that's a minimum of 10, no matter what for me. So 17. Okay. Yeah, I'll say you can get it for 35. Makes things easy. Sound like a deal? I just got aspect of the bear. What does that do? I'm even more even more bear like. Uh carrying capacity, including maximum load and maximum lift, is doubled. You have advantage on strength okay. checks made to push, pull, lift, or wink break objects. So that's probably where bear is gonna be headed in most of his actions. I also get like athletics advantage, like always. Um, I don't know how to level up still. Um, that's okay. Still new at this. What should I? What? What? What is the first thing we do here? So why don't we have everybody roll for their health? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, as per usual, you'll roll your hit die. Okay. Plus your constitution. Okay. Modifier. 
So a D8 in my one. world, if you get less than half, you take half. What do you mean? So if you roll your D8 uh-huh. and you get like a two, uh-huh. you actually take a four. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that you don't get like super shitty. Screwed yeah. over. 68. Hey, not too bad. No, are you? Did you just say six d eight? Oh, because oh, you only go yeah, roll yeah. one d eight, buddy. You've already you you've already rolled your other five. Like, that's your total, right? Yeah, right. You just yeah, I, I heard sixty eight because my health like, is fifty eight. So I was like, hey, six. Okay. So I, I I roll that number and then plus my constitution modifier. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that oh, so seven. So then I add seven to my total health that I have right now. Jaw. To your max hit, hit yeah. points. Yep. I I got ten this level. Me also. And now I have counter charm, unfailing inspiration. And yeah, you got some stuff speech. now. Use musical notes. What are, yeah, what are those? Some what do those things do? Didn't your bardic inspiration? Reason? Your bardic inspiration just went up too. I yeah, think. Uh, that was a level five. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. That w- it was from a d6 to a d8 or something, or a yeah. d6. <laughs> something awesome. Um, Counter charm. You gain the ability to use musical notes or words of power to disrupt mind-influencing effects. As an action, you can start a performance that lasts until the end of your next turn. During that time, you and any friendly creatures within thirty feet have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. Um, nice. Cool. Um, unfailing inspiration. Your inspiring words are so persuasive now that others feel driven to succeed. When a creature adds one of your bardic inspiration dice to its ability check, attack roll, or saving throw, and the roll fails, the creature can keep the bardic inspiration die. Oh, that's so, dope. Cool. Like you, if you still fail after trying to use it, you still retain it. Yeah, it consumes on success. Yes, and then universal speech. My speech is intelligible to any creature, essentially. What? Yeah. What college are you? Eloquent. Oh, I should have done that. That sounds dope. I did like mm-hmm. Valor or something. I can only use it once. I can't use it again until I finish a long rest. Yeah, that's usually how those um, skills are. What is Channel Divinity? Channel Divinity is a thing that right now you can use twice uh, per rest Uh so short or long that is either your um turn undead or your twilight sanctuary neither of which have come into play yet (laughs) so you can use one or either of those twice per rest starting now at sixth level turn undead is basically you make everything within a 30 feet of you make a wisdom saving throw and if it fails, it has to use the dash action to hightail it out of there. And then your Twilight Sanctuary is your Twilight Domain feature, which gives you that like bubble of protection. Mm-hmm. But that is real. Oh, and then you get at level six, you get Steps of Night, which is fucking cool. If you want to read that, uh, where are you reading this? <laughs> I'm like looking at the page. I'm like, uh, I can't see this. Here, I'll show it to you. Or I'll send it okay, to you. Okay, thank you. B, what'd you get? That's some cool stuff. Broken shit. <laughs> I can make four cannons now. No, unfortunately. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Other cool stuff, though. What did you roll on your health? I rolled a 
six for a plus nine, so I'm at 50. Even 50. Ooh, yeah. okay. That's pretty nice. good. You're pretty chunky. Mm-hmm. Are you... Who is looking over the mace? Is that Bear? Oh, me. Of the abbots. Uh, yeah, I don't have oh. it. Yeah, me. Okay. Me, me. I'm doing that. Okay. I will send you the description of this. It's a little long. Okay. You can choose to read it to your party if you'd like. I can read it, yeah. I don't see why I wouldn't. Um, okay, so you gain a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this weapon. As an action, you can what? hurl the weapon up to 120 feet to a point you can see. <laughs> uh, when it reaches that point, the weapon the weapon vanishes in an explosion, and each creature in a 20 foot radius sphere, 20. centered on that point, must must make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw, taking 66 fire damage on a failed save, 66. or half as much damage on a successful one. Afterward, afterward, you can use an action to cause the weapon to reappear in your empty hand. What? Holy uh, you, frick. you can't use it to explode again until you finish a short or long rest. Okay. Okay. But uh, you can return it to your hand anytime. Uh, mm -hmm. yes. As long as I'm using an action so to it's, do it's, so. Yeah. What, what's basically the, have Thor's it's hammer, a, but it's a mace. Well, it's a plus two mace of baby fireball. And it's yeah. called... It's and, called, and returning. It has something. a name. It's called Sunforger. Oh. You're kind of like this yin and yang kind of deal now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> cool. I like it. So we have Sun. Razor, yeah, and Sunforger now. Yeah, yeah, you should dual wield sun weapons. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, is that a bar to be like? I don't think so. I don't think so, <laughs> He's man. A crazy, crazy barbarian or something. Okay, I'm gonna put that under my weapons that I have. Actually, I might just like drop my <laughs> one of my warhammers. <laughs> I might just say it. Yeah. Well, you can just keep it on you. It's it's beneficial to have it on you when you're some dude's in the air and you have to throw a javelin and a hatchet at him real quick. You never know. Or you could yeah. sell it somewhere. It also, the Sunforger requires attunement, which at this point doesn't super matter because you guys don't have a ton of attunement items. Um, but I think this is now your second because your pendant is one. Oh, uh, Anna, so, if you choose to keep so, it. So, uh, you can only have three. I can only have three attuned items. Time. Okay. Yeah. At a time, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Who is holding on to the statuette, the brushed metal one? I think okay. I handed them both over. I suppose I could I was gonna hold say on to it for tonight. Identify that too. Yeah, yeah uh, well, if I have it, I'll. Oh, I don't remember uh, having it, but I, yeah. Well, so you you did the Sunforger, so I'll let somebody yeah, yeah, else sure, do the other yeah. one. Because you have to spend your mm -hmm. rest with it. Yeah, sure. You want to do it, Adam? No. <clears throat> okay. He does. Oh, okay. Let me make sure I'm sending this to the right person. It's a little involved, so take your time as needed. Oh. Oh. So this is, yeah, I will... As like B is like sitting down with this, um, she'll like note all this down in her notebook and share with everyone. This is the statuette of Saint Markovia. 
While within 30 feet of the icon, a creature is under the effect of a protection from evil and good spell against fiends and undead. What? And then wants to use each other property can't be used until the next dawn. So there's, it looks like three different spells basically that I can cast from the icon as an action to cast ceremony, moonbeam, and death ward with the duration of one hour. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to go back to the Abbott's house make sure he wasn't hiding nothing. He got some dope shit. Yep. Mm. Um, man, death ward, though. I assume that stops someone from dying. I'm... That's it's the what uh, thing that saved the, the Abbot. Had, yeah. Almost saved yeah, it. Almost. Shoot. Where you would normally drop to zero, you pop to one HP instead. Oh. Um. Does anyone have strong feelings about that? About carrying that? I'd say give it to if you want it, take it. Yeah, if it were anyone, I feel like I'd be the last person to receive right. it. So, unless, well, unless, yeah, I mean, death ward could be nice for anybody. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it, I, and it can be cast on anybody. That's true. That's true. User can use an action to cast it elsewhere. Um, yeah, it would be nice for me because I have so few spell slots still. That could be cool to have those. I yeah. assumed you would take it. Okay. Me too. <laughs> All right. I will pocket that then. Man, okay. that's dope. With your rest, is anyone else doing anything uh, in particular before going to sleep? Yep. Okay. Um, with some of this downtime and the level up, mostly for RP, I get some new infused items. So I will okay. I love it. firstly borrow Bear's Axe. And I've picked up like a little bit of leather and some metal. And so I'm going to um, wrap the handle of it in in this like really ornate pattern and try and like mold a little like a bear head like at the the, (laughs) where the the axe like head meets the handle and Mm -hmm. go ahead and infuse it um, to become a radiant weapon. Um, so I will DM this to you, Adam. Um, this is okay. a, little, a little bit extra. And then um, I will also uh, I will also pull out that chunk of uh, soft silver that I picked up a little while ago and try to craft a really simple band for ring. Um, and also like try and um, but uh, carve into it or engrave into it the phases of the moon along them. Um, and I, as so part of my, my level up is I can double my proficiency for any toolkit check. <laughs> so roll me to roll for this, I can. Um, but I'm going to infuse that to be a spell refueling ring. And Ooh. I'm going to present that to Selena for oh. now. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I'll send that to you. Yay. Damn. Yeah. Thanks. I'm not gonna read all kinds of goodies. I'm not gonna read what Holly did to my ex, but just know that it is dope. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh Anna, did you want to do something else before? Uh, yeah, I had a question sleeping? about channel undead or turn undead. 
So it says yeah. that I turn any undead within three thirty feet of me. Okay, and it it takes their action to try to get as far away from me as possible, and it can't come within ten feet of me. So is that only if we're facing something that's undead? Is that that is that yes. what that means? Okay. Okay. Correct. So that's it has to affect a creature that is of the undead. So it's nature. not me channeling forth an undead person to serve for me. Okay. No. That's what I thought. No, it's like no. undead are so scared of you because you're a cleric. They it like you your god strikes fear in undead. Okay. And they're like, oh hail no, and then they run away. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, they're like, oh god, I can't touch this person. Okay, cool. Yeah. So stick with me on this one because this is gonna be a little bit of a walk. And by walk I mean you guys are sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we'd get to the details later. Well, that time is now. This mix of dice and bad jokes is an actual play D&D podcast run by five Twitch streamers gone rogue, prepared to bring you lovable characters, meaningful narrative, and more laughs than you signed up for, but it can't exist on its own. Puns and Potions is made possible by the loving support of our supporters over on Patreon. From perks such as getting ad-free episodes, early access, exclusive merch, and personal shoutouts, you too can reap the benefits of a loving patronage to this very podcast over at patreon.com slash potions. That's puns, A-N-D, potions. For just one singular dollar a month, you can keep this fantasy alive. Now, to our other sponsors. For us at Puns and Potions, community is a big part of what we wish to represent, and one friend and community member I want to throw at you today is Astral Dice. Full disclosure, I personally had a hand in the creation of Astral Dice, and it will continue to be a long-standing partnership. But just like the PMP crew, my Astral sets are the only thing I used to roll, and that's the truth. They're a handful of guys homebrewing dice sets out of their homes, because like us, they're super passionate about role-playing games, and can't accept just some mass-produced dice they bought from a hobby shop. They craft new sets when life allows it, and post them online for you to snatch up, or just admire the designs. So it'd be cool if you went and checked out their website, astraldice.com, or followed them on Instagram, at theastraldice. Thanks for the time. Now back to the puns. Uh, everybody roll a d20. Is this gonna be like what are you about to do to us, what, man? What, what what is happening? Natural I, twenty. I feel like this was the time. Oh if there boy. ever was a time, thirteen. Okay. Uh, let me actually. The luckiest of numbers. That is the luckiest of numbers. What do you mean? Anna and uh, Holly. What did you guys get? Sixteen. Sixteen. Three. Three. Okay. So you guys. Have your delicious dinner. You're kind of looking over your magic items, infusing things, and kind of um, working out your new strategies potentially with these, you know, working out um, your new skills and that kind of thing. But eventually, you do take your long rest, and I will give you the benefits of your long rest. Obviously, since you guys leveled up, I will start with Adam or Bear. In your slumber, eventually, you are jolted awake on your back 
you realize that you're not lying in the bedroll that you had put out or potentially a bed that maybe um, Dahlia had set out for you. You're lying in a bed of grass and you're looking up at this very familiar sky overcast with clouds and just this disgusting sort of pitter pattering of rain in your face. And instinctually you set up and look at the surrounding area and the best way that I can describe what you are in the middle of is kind of like a stonehenge, but instead of a full circle, it's just a half circle of these large, like huge stone pillars that are kind of lying on top of each other, some in disarray and destruction, um, tilted or otherwise resting on the ground. And at the flat end of this semicircle, in the middle point, is this large... I would say even at this point, gargantuan statue made of wood is carved into the figure of a man. In the chest of that man is this yellow gem. It's maybe like fist-sized, and it's glowing. It's kind of pulsating with this energy. And as you look past this statue, you notice that the land that you're sitting on kind of rises up into this hill that goes far into the distance. And on the top of this hill is... You thought the statue was big, but this tree that's on the top of this hill, its roots stretching far into the ground and puncturing it with this like blackened bark is this just massive, like beyond life tree. And its branches sprawl up into the sky and start to kind of curl in on each other and weave around one another, kind of like tentacles. And you start to see this shadowy energy kind of pulsate from the tree into the ground and you get this sense of adrenaline maybe from your rage that drives you in battle and you stand up and with that you see from the ground all of these different points out in front of you between the tree the statue and you these vines these roots sprawl up from the ground and from them are these people that look like the druids that you fought long long ago on your travels to Balaki. You hear a voice in a language yet that you don't quite understand. It's just this kind of guttural sort of muttering. And right in front of you, the ground breaks and these roots start to spiral up. And from it is this spear that is rising from the ground. You go out to reach it. And right before you can reach the spear, all of these now from the ground druids break out of their enclosures and start running at you. You make a fistful around the spear and it unleashes from the ground and it goes black. You wake up the next morning. Huh. That's pretty dope. Anna. <laughs> slash. Selena. What's your name? Selena. <laughs> Selena. I kept thinking Beatrice and I was like, that's not it. It's yeah. not it. You wake up. You're not lying on your back like Bear was. You're standing straight up and jolted kind of into the middle of this dream here it's not a pitter patter of rain it's pouring darkened sky in the middle of the like dead of night and you hear this distant thunder rumbling and every once in a while the sky lights with lightning the ground around you is flooding and you notice that in front of you maybe 30 to 40 feet is a cabin it's lit from the inside and you consider I need you know I need to get out of the storm before I get swept away and you bolt up uh, or uh, like you start running and you make your way into this cabin and 
it is dilapidated. There's wooden planks that are bent and stretched and broken, and it is a site for is not a site for sore eyes. Interestingly, of on all the furnishings are these birds that are just kind of pecking at everything, and there's a cage where more birds are penned up, and they're just kind of pecking at the at the metal bars and biting at them, and there's just a mess of things everywhere. Things that they're trying to eat, things that they're destroying, things that they're ripping up and just having a heyday on. You notice more particularly that there's a gathering of birds on the floor, right in the middle of the cabin, which is basically just like one large room. It's not separated into smaller rooms with doors. It's just one large kind of open area. And where they're pecking, you start to just kind of walk over and peer into the hole of the floorboards. Right as you get a glimpse on the inside, you notice that there is another gem. Of course, you don't know Bear's Dream, but I will describe it for you. About fist size, this gem that is embedded in the ground, in the floor of this cabin. And as you start to look in and peer and you catch a view of it, the ground underneath of you, the floorboards in this entire cabin, lifts from the ground. You can feel it in your gut as you're raised from the ground. And it starts kind of tilting back and forth in this rhythmic motion. And you run out to one of the windows to see what's going on. And you can see that this cabin is on these legs of unnatural, kind of like tree roots, actually. And it's stepping along this swamp, just slowly taking like gargantuan back and forth movements. And you hear this loud snap of thunder louder than any of the ones before it grabs your attention and it lights up the area all around the sky that you're looking out but it shuts off all the lights in the cabin you turn your head out to the front door from which you came and you hear a cackling one more jolt of thunder goes off and you just see a silhouetted figure of a witch and then it does again go black okay a ballin we will do yours next, since that was the way the, way the rolls went. Uh-huh. Similarly to Barry, you wake up on your back. Everything around you is completely dark. You're sitting in kind of a pool of water, just like about an inch deep. But there's no sky, there's no rain, there's no movement, nothing. You're just in this black void. You sit up and you kind of disrupt the water around you. And you look off into the distance, trying to focus on anything that could be there. And you start hearing this step, step, step. And then with a slimy almost release, you can see in the distance eight of these eyes open up, glowing red. They kind of just like, kind of like a wet slap. You, the eyelids pull open and you can see these gargantuan red eyes off in the distance. And you again, you hear the step step as these eyes start to grow ever closer in a shocked way you can't move you're just lying on the ground you're looking up at these eyes as this giant creature presumably is coming ever closer and you can't move after some time passes and you feel this thing looming over you now you hear a sharp tinny noise and the what sounds like a cable reeling out and then a that wet slap again as something punctures and tilts over these eight eyes in front of you something as 
latched into its back and you hear a footfalls on its back you hear the unsheathing of a sword and still nothing can be seen other than these eight eyes the sword swings and you see a bright light as it passes through the eight eyes fall and slump right in front of you this figure of a spider gigantic is right in front of you at your feet the eyes slowly go out until it is black again and you raise your vision slowly up to meet it. Two smaller red eyes in the figure of the killer. You start to hear a choir of screaming voices, a choir of death, this just destructive screaming out of all of these different voices of timbres and just a cacophony. The next thing you see is just out from the darkness, a reaching of a hand going to shake yours. And you wake up. Beatrice. Holly. <laughs> I had to do it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Couldn't leave anybody out, could I? You wake up, standing, in a small circular chamber. It is made of stone. Large stone blocks, in fact. And there is just... No door in, no door out, no windows. There's just one singular stone staircase spiraling up around its edge. You start to ascend. And strangely, these steps that go from normal-sized stone steps start to get larger to the point where you start having to heave yourself up onto the next step. And eventually you start having to climb onto the next step as the whole room around you starts to expand this entire tower. As you start to look up, the tower seems to be stretching even vertically. And this is the first time that you notice this red hazy glow that kind of bathes everything. It's all emanating from this single gigantic crystalline point, something hanging from the very, very top of this tower. And it is pulsating like a heart. It's not fleshy like a heart. It's kind of like a gem. And it pulsates as you grow ever closer, trying to climb and figure out what it is. Just get your hands on it to figure out the nature of what it could possibly be. And eventually you get to a point when it's just within reach. And right as you're about to touch it, the entire thing just starts to melt. It just cascades in this red, almost blood-like liquid over your hands. And it just starts to rain down this tower. The steps that you took to ascend are all falling and crumbling away and you have no reason to believe that you need to move or run or do anything. You just are watching this mysterious thing just kind of fade away in front of you. And as it does and as all the liquid kind of pulls away from it, you notice suspended in the middle of the air just kind of rotating is a gem about fist size. And you look into it and you see your reflection and you smile. And you wake up. And the four of you are awake. And you're all level six. Remember that? That was great, guys, right? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> are you leaving? Oh, God. What are you doing? Let's get Give that. me a second. Okay. I'm laying in bed, <laughs> staring up the ceiling like, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> There's uh, no knock at the door? There's no knock at that door. Oh, bless. Uh, Thank God. No pitter patter of rain. Thank Von Holt. You mean? Uh, yeah. 
I don't know who Von Holt is yet. I'm, I'm the jury is out. <laughs> yeah, the I don't jury know. is out. I want to. Can I look at my little wooden figurine and see if I mm-hmm. recognize it from something that I saw maybe potentially last night in a dream? You the figurine you mean that you got you picked up like yeah long ago yeah it was the, Very... the focus for a druid mm-hmm. and it was a a tentacle tree mm-hmm. very similar okay um is my pendant a, the sim a similar gem to no mm-hmm. it is not okay and to clarify i didn't see a gem in my dream you did not you're the only one that's. So you saw weird. the visage of a giant spider being slain. <laughs> oh, I have that visual very clear in my brain. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, good. we know. Good, good. We know about the spider. <laughs> you're like cartoons where someone's eyes go red, and you hear that screaming—the classic screaming, like in the background. That's what I imagined. It was just like, ah, ah, ah. like oh god, god, Jesus, fuck. And something yeah, else red-eyed slayed the spider. Yeah, something somehow worse than a spider. I don't know how it gets worse than a spider. He slayed the spider. Um, I think I think after that, he like startles herself awake and like frantically like rubbing her fran- her hands together, um, and saying, "Out, out, damn spot!" And not, <laughs> <laughs> and like just... looking around at her friends. I just don't even react. I'm staring at the ceiling right now. Um, I'm uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that like Selena would be very like kind of panicked in in her own head right now, so not really gonna talk about it. I had this crazy dream last night. Me too. <laughs> I was like, I got this spear and I was about to kick ass. Sounds really there was some there was some druids, there's some roots in a tree. I mean, you have dreams like that all the time, though, bear. Yeah, but this one felt like super crazy, and there was this huge like yellow gem. Yellow gem? Were, were all of the gems yellow? No. Uh, no. no. Uh, the oh, one wait. in your dream, the one in your dream was green. Green. Mm-hmm. Mine was red. Are we gonna make an infinity gauntlet? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're like pieces of the Triforce. I or was something. just gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is Dahlia awake? Mm-hmm. She is awake before before all of you. She hear us uh, yelling in our dreams. Hmm. <laughs> I'll roll to see. <laughs> yeah. If you scream or not. <laughs> Did any of us scream? She didn't seem to wake in the night. All right. To any okay. of you screaming. Okay, good. Mine was more of a battle cry. It wasn't really like frightened screaming. Of course, of course. So, do you guys want to review anything that you know or kind of discuss what your next moves are? I want to hear the fortunes again. I was thinking about that too. It's, I'm looking at yeah. the notes right now in the beginning. Um, Knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. The treasure is hidden in a small castle beneath a mountain guarded by amber giants. Still don't know that one. Yeah, I think we're maybe a ways off from that one. 
this is the pair of cards. These cards tell of powerful forces for good and protection, symbols of great hope. One treasure belongs to Mother Night in a den of wolves atop, uh, atop the hills overlooking a mountain lake, which I think we may know where that is. Uh, and then the other card of the same fortune, where the children once cried, another treasure still lies. Look to a place where sickness and madness are bred. That We should be... know that one, too. Because that's yeah. the orphanage. Mm -hmm. uh, and then finally, the fourth fortune, or third fortune, fourth card. It's a card of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. Yeah. Hidden away, grasped in the hands of a fly, thought themselves a spider, spinning webs in a valley seen as a parlor. Mm. One of the few rhyming fortunes. Spiders, spiders, hmm, fly, thought themselves Maybe. a spider. Mm -hmm. Um, Could have small been the castle beneath the mountain, den of wolves, mother night. Yeah, okay. Where was that guy that got blasted into the off the waterfall? Remember, we were traveling and mm -hmm. we were sitting with those people at the camp and the where we got our fortunes read. They were telling us the story about the dude, the wizard that got blasted off the mountain. Yeah, and that was on the hills overlooking a mountain lake. And so it would be on top of the hill in a den of wolves. That yeah, may be metaphorical so. or that may be literal. We'll never know. I mean, Mother Night uh, is my deity. So I'm assuming yes. I'm related to, to it somehow or could spot it or something. What does she think of all this anyway? Mother Night? Yeah. I that's a good question. Can I talk to Mother Knight? <laughs> I don't think I can, really. I think there I are just... spells that uh, you can do, like, sort of varying levels of communication. With um, my deity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you yeah, can just pray that at just any time. Like... <laughs> yeah, you can also pray. Sometimes you feel things. Sometimes you just sit there praying. <laughs> oh. Um. Sorry, this. I'm like... A... I have chosen to be a cleric when I've, I'm not familiar with it at all. I can show you a couple of them. Um, at some point, I'm not going to look through the whole cleric spell list at the moment. Oh, no, no. How do we feel about the the fortunes, the treasures? I feel like well... there's a couple of them we kind of like know where they are. What did we find in that orphanage? We found something there, right? Yeah, we found a cat girl and a demon inside a baby child. Right. Oh well, the, the cat well, girl wasn't at the orphanage. <laughs> the cat, well, they the were both places of tears. Which is okay. like, true. The true. cat girl. Um, it, it wasn't, yeah. Uh, no, I, I. she thought she was a cat. I, I was um, more ambiguously answering the larger question. I, I see what you mean. I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah. Um, uh, didn't we find like a locket or like a... Like something that was mm -hmm. controlling the power? Question mark. Yeah, but it went away when we. Yeah. Found the, it. Well, also the part about a place where sickness and madness are bred does make me think of this abbey that we just yeah, hung out into. Mm -hmm. um, Did, do children? Uh, I'm gonna avoid asking that question. Actually. <laughs> Wasn't there a baby? No. Uh, surely at some point, right? 
<laughs> I mean, you know, uh, you might be thinking of the second head of the creature that was in the bell tower. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. The second head was a baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah. Maybe his violin was the treasure. Or, you know, the I whip maze. out his violin. <laughs> the maze I've got it right here. <laughs> and the little statuette are pretty OP, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. I agree. I Also, when you get to these places, how do you know you found what you're looking for? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good question. Maybe, is it a gem? Is, is it gem things. related? Maybe it's some stupid metaphor and it's like the treasure is friendship or something, you know? <laughs> mm. I doubt it. I'm just saying it could be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Adam, I forged this this entire module around friendship. <laughs> hey, you know, so I wouldn't change? put it past you, man. You know, here's, here's, here's the, the, real, the real test of it. We joined together as a <laughs> group of people. I, I, I want to say, like, I'm willing to kind of, like, seek out all of these kind of treasures. I know we know where S <clears throat> is, and we could, like, go after him right now. I'm also willing to kind of, like, explore around and see what we can take with us to go and figure out what's going on here. We also needed to find that guy's sister, who I can't remember her name right now. Um, Irina, yeah. Yeah. So. Is this where the whole place that we're in is a valley, right? There's not a valley even further within. Correct. The place that you are in is everything that you guys are doing is set inside of a valley. There are mountains in the north and mountains in the south and various lakes and rivers that trail into its basin. So... Hidden away, grasped in the hands of a fly, thought himself a spider. Oh, thought themselves a spider. So this is a group of people. Spinning webs in a valley seen as a parlor. So I think that you they could... are like liars or something. And they're spinning webs of lies. But in reality, they're pawns of somebody. So this could be anywhere within Valaki. In reference to the third. Now I was just going to say, I don't think that's meant to be plural. Just them as like the fly itself. Themselves. I, I would imagine the wording of it is extremely particular. I think that it is a hundred percent intentionally themselves rather mm -hmm. than himself. I mean, that is that is looking, a, a knowledgeable difference. If we're looking for a lake associated with Mother Night and overlooking a mountain, right? Like a mountain overlooks it. You're looking at Luna Lake. Yeah, I'm looking at Luna Lake. I'm also Makes looking sense. at the yeah. I'm also looking at the unnamed one, kind of across the way, that's like near Mount Gacchus. I met um, it's like Mother Night Luna Lake. Yeah, yeah, know. totally, totally. I, I mean, it, 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 that one seems like a clear kind of point to go to, um, especially because we haven't really been down that way. Well, because we almost went down that path. That was where we, did. we saw that ghost of a headless horseman. Oh yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, it wouldn't I at this point I'm more convinced that we should also visit the vineyard. Uh, oh yeah. That it might be where we That would be town. on the way. Yeah. Mm hmm I won't complain. You're like wine? <laughs> wine? <laughs> I get to go drink wine? 
I get to um, have some beverages. Where was the the mountain where that dude got blasted off? Like the the mage that got was in that crazy battle, and they looked for a sword at the bottom of the waterfall. Where was that? It was uh, uh, Sir Falls, right? Sir Falls, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because it was right outside the camp. Mm-hmm. Also, there's that castle that's north of. That encampment. I'm assuming that S, I'm just gonna say S for now, is there in that castle. And that might be like end game. <gasps> That's where we're going. I don't know about right? that. You don't know about that? I I I I have a hunch that the last note about power and vengeance, I think the fly is Von Holtz himself. Hmm. Well then who would be above him? S. Right. Who is who is his spider? S. No, in the hands of a fly, thought themselves a spider. So they're like a fly, and I think it means like a fly in the wall. Somebody who simply just flies and observes, and they think that they're weaving webs and being like manipulative. Mm. When in reality, they don't have any power at all. I think that's maybe but that's guess. what I think. It's I not think it's a like bad a fly guess. caught in a web. I think, yeah, I think that it is in reference saying that there is still a spider. It doesn't explicitly mention a spider, but it's like, he thought he was a spider, but in reality, he is the prey, mm-hmm. thinking that he's the predator. It's not about right. spiders. It's about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so who is his predator, I guess, what I was asking. I think you said S, which is Strahd. Yeah. I don't know why we're saying the letter. <laughs> Strahd, yeah. He who shall not That's be named. Yeah, it's like Voldemort. Can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only person I can think of is more powerful than Von Holtz at this point because we've seen Von Holtz do some really, really strong shit. <laughs> what if Von Holtz is Strahd? Maybe. I don't doubt it. <laughs> I, I would not I be do shocked. <laughs> I would be shocked. That is my hero, and you guys are disgracing his name. Um, exactly. I am going... Um, I am going to whisper Eric something and ask a question real quick. Hold on. <laughs> you should have just done that. Um, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, why'd you tell? Now I'm curious. I, I, now, you should have just I, done it. You know what? Be curious. You won't know. I don't want to be. <laughs> you know what? Live so moving on from the theories, <laughs> do we think we're going to go to the vineyard next? <laughs> so where sure. is the vineyard? Is it? I know that I probably shouldn't be referencing the map all of this, this much, but it would be south of. Yeah, you see Kresk. where Kresk is on yeah. the map, and on the other side is... of the river, and that like plains-looking bit. Yep, okay. that's it. Well, we could cross the, through the woods and catch onto the path, and we go over to Luna Lake over that way, also in the same kind of mm-hmm. venture. So I yeah. think that's a good idea. I agree. Oh, did we buy that stone? Yeah, we did, right? Yeah, you got the stone. Yeah, uh, actually. Does anybody need any shopping? 